The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I wasn't always like this, but uh, <laughs> just it, sometimes it happens. I just forget everything and I just do stuff. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen, Josh Emmett. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. (laughs) We're starting now watching Pearl Gonzalez fumble. It is funny. I'll say this to watch someone who's such a skilled fighter and you're so um, your dexterity is so amazing. And yet something like these wires are driving you crazy, but take, go ahead and do it. It's, it's, it's funny to watch and, and get it situated. You don't have to feel rushed. Oh, there we go. Perfect. There you go. Awesome. All right. Thank you for co-hosting today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. And you host, we have Benil Dariush. Uh, we'll grab him in just a moment. Uh, we have Josh Emmett coming on. And you also, uh, the podcast you host is Extra Rounds. And it's going to be live and on location in Vegas during 269 Fight Week. Um, what are you doing? Are you doing that in front of an audience? Or are you just interviewing people? And in, in, how, how are you doing that? Oh my gosh. So we, it's, it's brand new. We have just started being uh, live in front of audiences in bars. So we go to ah. local bars, wherever the UFC is, and we, we host a live show and yeah, we're interactive. We have fight fans come on, they give us their opinions. You know, we do a little contest. I have a drink. It, it's just, it's a great time. So it's, it's brand new. It's, it's growing faster than ever. And uh, it's very exciting. So it's just an interactive fight show actually. Yeah, so keep your eyes on that for uh, 269. That sounds like a really fun uh, event. We, we did that once. We went live in front of an audience, and it was, it was like at a signing. Like, it couldn't have been in a worse place. Like, it, we should have just sat on Las <laughs> Vegas Boulevard and talked as traffic was going by. So you got to pick the right spot to do it. Oh, I know. My, my co-host, TJ, he, it drives him crazy, the noise, but I love it. I love the music. I'm dancing. I'm involved, the fans. So we did, we did a signing uh, last, last fight for uh, 268 in New York City. Oh, and nice. it was a blast. Our pre our pre show was just it was so fun, and and we got to meet the fans that were coming in and out. So it's been it's been a really cool uh, experience so far. Well, thank you for being here, and we'll, let's get Benil on. Um, he's uh, UFC Fight Nights February twenty sixth. A location is to be determined. Islam Makachev. 
uh, versus Darius. That's an incredible, incredible fight. I don't drink and that looks good. Oh my gosh. So my auntie, I just finished my workout and I was rushing to get ready. And my auntie, I'm here and visiting family in Chicago. And my auntie made me a drink and I was like, she's my uncle's like, you need to, you need a good drink to start your week off. I was like, okay. So my aunt took my protein powder and she put a Nana and then she added just a nice little shot of that in there. Oh, nice. Hey, (laughs) Benilla, welcome to the show. Good morning. I see you guys are starting strong. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Pearl, what, what time zone are you in right now? Uh, I'm in central time. Okay. So it's about 1115. Mm-hmm. All right. I got my workout in this morning. I'm great. <laughs> I'm perfect. Now, but do you drink at all? I don't, I do not, but you know, everybody has their own style and it's not an issue for me. Yeah. Did you ever drink and stop or you just never tried it? I think I drank it when I was in high school a little bit and I was like, man, this isn't for me, especially when I started training. And every time I would go to these parties because I'd have tournaments coming up and nobody's drinking. I mean, everybody's drinking and I'm not drinking. I was like, man, everybody looks like an idiot. I don't know. I stopped drinking because of that. But, um, you know, I'm thinking when I retire, start drinking wine, spend time with my wife and, you know, we'll figure it out. Wine is fun. That's honestly, I'm, I'm typically a wine drinker. Um, I just fought uh, a little under two weeks ago. So let me tell you, I am having a, a good time in my life right now. <laughs> you picked a good time to fight too, to be done by Thanksgiving and the holidays. See now you, you're in, going to be in camp the whole, I guess the entire uh, season. So how hard is this for you? I mean, my fight's three months away. I'm going to enjoy Christmas. Wait. Oh yeah. All right. You know what? You're right. December, January, February. Okay. Yeah. You can enjoy the holidays. I'm going hard in, uh, in December and uh, Thanksgiving and all that. We actually got ribeye. We ate a little bit of turkey, but we ate a ton of ribeye. Uh, mm. uh, mother-in-law, she bought the whole thing and she's like, can you cook this? I was like, I sure can. And uh, we ended up feeding like 30 people. You know, being by the grill, you, you're you constantly eating. So it was, I had the ideal spot. Right. Wow. So when will, you, when will you have to start eating well? Like literally the first or second week of January, you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm not too heavy right now. I, I woke up 179 this morning, so my weight's okay. I, I typically come to a fight week 170 and, and I'm good to go. I'll try to be a little bit lighter this time. And how do you feel about being matched? I mean, this is an incredible fight. Um, you know, you're, you're three, he's four. Um, is, is this a fight you wanted or is this a fight they threw at you that you knew you just, you had to say yes to? Well, no, I mean, I definitely wanted it. Obviously we have the same management. So my manager's like, listen, I know you guys have to fight let's try to do it for the belt. So let's see what we can do. And I was like, all right, whatever. But I heard Dana talking about it. Like, Hey, I want these guys to fight. And I was like, all right. I mean, that's, that's the boss, man. You do what the boss man says. So I was, I thought we were going to end up fighting in December because I told him I want to fight in December. And, uh, I guess because of Abu Dhabi and how popular he is there, they wanted him to fight October 30th. And I was like, listen, I just, uh, we just had a baby like five months ago. I'm kind of getting used to it, but I want to do December. I want to give that time off. And they said, it's a no-go. And I was like, man, it's only like six week difference, but they said no to the, to December. So I guess we're doing it in February. Nice. Are you, so how is the new life with baby um, I saw like your last fight, you, she was, you know, pregnant and all the embedded I watched and it was so cool to see how involved your wife is. Um, so how is it for you guys? You know, the transition. It's cool, man. I mean, uh, right before she had the baby, I was calling her a big girl and, and, and she was not, <laughs> she was ready to have a baby. And, uh, we've been so blessed. It's been so cool because I didn't know what it was going to be like to be a dad. 
it's, you know, you don't really have an experience. It's not something uh, you, you just look at and be like, oh, I got it. It's, um, I think my whole life, this like this was the thing I've been waiting for my whole life. It's it's cooler than any belt I'm ever going to get. It's cooler than anything I've done so far, Any anything I've ever won. So, man, to be a dad, wow, it's so cool. And, you know, first like four months, mom feeds her. So she's attached to mom, but now she's getting a little older and she notices me a little bit more. So I'm hoping in the next six months, I become the favorite. <laughs> they, they say something. I, I don't have kids. Pearl, I'm not sure. Do you have kids? No, no kids for me. They say that when you have a, a baby, that something kind of kicks in. A friend of mine said that like when he had his first, I think his daughter, he said something just kicks in that you didn't know was there. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, when my wife was pregnant, I was like, oh my, I was a little bit freaking out. I'm like, how do I be a dad? What do I do? I have some, I have two nieces that I spend a lot of time with, but it's, it's not, you know, it's not the same. It's not 24 seven. And just, it turns out you just kind of figure it out as you go. All the books you read, all the things like, oh, you get a little helpful things here and there. And in reality, you just, you learn as you go. Wow. So I have a question. Have you had any uh, diaper disasters yet? Well, yeah, we've had multiple. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad for my wife because she always has them in the car and uh, she's the one who has to take care of it. But uh, we had one, I think it was yesterday. I had to clean her up and I was like, my goodness. (laughs) She babies get constipated, I guess, all the time. I didn't know that. So she gets constipated for like three days, and then all of a sudden she's she's ready to go. And I'm I'm uh, I'm like hands deep in uh, in poo. Oh man! So yeah. Were you prepared for that, or is it one of those things that just happens and you're like, it's got to be dealt with? So I've I've never actually changed a poop diaper before. I changed my my niece's diapers when they peed. With no big deal, but like. The thing is, my wife is breastfeeding, so it's a little bit easier. When they breastfeed, there's no smell, basically. But we recently started giving her a little bit of food, and I was like, oh, this last one was this last one was a little bit of a kick. So that's, uh, yeah, but b- before that, I didn't like, you couldn't even smell it. You'd get it on, you, you would think it's just like you forgot food or something, but like, obviously, you know, you go, you clean up and everything, but it didn't smell bad. Now, with the... You know, you give her a little food here, a little food there. Things are things are getting a little bit different, and so we uh, we try to stay ahead of it the best that we can. And how old is she? She's going to be six months in like ten days. And and how much have you done any traveling with her at all? Have you gone anywhere? Five states. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people are like you got to keep your baby in, and uh, we were like, nah. Because if we keep our baby in, then no one's going to be able to take care of her. She's going to get used to only her mom or me, most likely her mom. And then we're, we're going to torture ourselves because she doesn't want to go to anybody else. So we had family come over. We traveled. We've been to Tennessee. We've been to Texas. We've been to where else? Minnesota, Arizona, Nevada, wow. and California. Yeah. Well, so she's used to traveling. She's, she actually prefers the plane. She sleeps the best on a plane. So we're not complaining. Wow. So you've flown her already uh, and she didn't have a problem because babies, you know, it just seems like it's a nightmare for them because they can't get the uh, pressure out of their ears. They don't know how to, you know, they, they don't know what to do. It's, it's like, what, what do you call it? The, the white noise for her? 
You know how babies yeah. sleep by mm-hmm. noise? I think when she gets a little bit older, it might be a little bit trickier because she, you know, she's going to want to do stuff and pay attention. And, and, you know, she doesn't like sitting down for a long time. But right now, if, if you could just keep her occupied, she's good. So there was a movie on Netflix. I don't know if you saw it. It was the Kevin Hart Fatherhood, I think it was yeah. called. Oh my gosh. And so he was raising his daughter by himself and like, he couldn't get her to stop crying. And he was like, I don't know what to do. And then finally someone was like a vacuum. And so we had the vacuum going with the white noise. So I just, I can't imagine what it's like to be a parent. Congratulations to you too. Thank you. Well, you know, the movie she had, uh, she had colic, his daughter. Mm. Fortunately, our daughter does not have colic, but if you have that, you're, you're in big trouble. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is oh, she's adorable. Yeah, you see this? This is just you see all this hair? <laughs> adorable. She's so cute. Look at she's smiling too. Yeah, she's smiling at you guys. She likes you. Yeah, she's oh. a great head of hair. That's amazing. Yeah, she came out with a head of hair, and everybody asked my wife, Did you have uh what is it called? Uh heartburn? I guess it's common when the baby has lots of hair. And my wife's like, No, I didn't have heartburn. Uh and Quit asking us that. It's getting weird. Every single person we met asked us. Really? That's it. Well, I know nothing about kids, so I, I, I don't know anything. It's other like, wow, she's adorable. But I guess that's something in the hair that causes heartburn. I, I had, that's the first time I'm hearing this is from you. Yeah, me too. It's supposed to be a wives tale. That's true. And I'm like, well, we're good. We're good. We'll just move on. <laughs> and uh, after the Ferguson fight, you, uh, I, of course, I have to know uh, what happened after you mentioned uh, Tesla and wanting a Tesla. I mean, I can show you guys the car. It just came like Wednesday, right before Thanksgiving. The wow. We're, we're, we had a loaner, which was really cool. We were stoked on the loaner. And then now our car came and I'm like, wow, this thing is special. And I don't, I don't know much about cars. So my wife's like, oh, look at the acceleration stuff, blah, blah, blah. She starts messing with it. And then she presses on the gas. I got to say that it has to be the fastest car I've ever sat in. Doesn't it hit like 60 and like, I don't know, five, I don't It hits some crazy number in like seconds. And I couldn't believe it, I, but it, but it did. And it was, it was kind of terrifying actually. Isn't the acceleration weird? Cause a friend of mine had a Tesla and he, and he took me into a parking lot to show me that. And it doesn't feel like a car's acceleration. It, it feels like you're on like a tram or something just being propelled. It felt very different than a car. Exactly. It, it's, I don't know how to explain it because you don't feel that mm, the the room that you get from a from a regular engine. It just all of a sudden you start taking off. It's intense. It's it, it feels like a roller coaster. You get that uh, feeling in your stomach like a roller coaster. Now, don't those cars dance to like it, it does like a ballerina dance? It does a Christmas dance. It does a ballerina dance. So badass. Well, have you tried it? Yeah, yeah, we did the Is Christmas it fun? one. It lights up. We did it. My my wife did it uh, in. in like we were somewhere uh, downtown and she didn't, everybody's looking at us like, you guys are weird. So, uh, yeah. You could turn that feature off though. I hope if you want to turn it off, it doesn't just happen. No, no, no. You have to okay. turn it off. It's typically off all the time. But my wife, you know, she, uh, she likes to embarrass us. Yeah. That would suck. You're in a funeral <laughs> procession. Your car, <laughs> car is dancing. Um, so wait, they gave you a loaner car after that just, and then you ordered one yourself. How did that happen? We had ordered ours last December. So it took about 11 months for our car oh. to get here. After I called out Elon at, uh, UFC 262, I think, uh, we got a loaner for the last five months, which has been awesome. 
we we really needed it because she came like a month after my flight and we didn't have a car we did but like it was going to be either by a different car or you know the the loaner option worked out really great because if not we wouldn't have this car we would have uh we would have bailed on this and just got something else so when you charge it because i'm fascinated by these cars too like uh, but but i drive long distances sometimes do you have the chart how far can you go and is, is there an option to kind of supercharge it did you take that option yeah so this one goes about 300 miles which is pretty good uh it's like similar to some regular cars the, the loaner was a lot less it was about 200 and then you can stop places and charge it it takes like 15 to 20 minutes depending on the on the charging station it doesn't take that long oh i thought it was 45 minutes i guess i'm wrong it, I mean, it depends on the car and it depends, it depends on the charging station. Now the newer charging stations, the newer charging stations are faster, super fast, 20 minutes. So as soon as you made that, did they reach out to you or did you actually reach out to them uh, after? Cause that was, a, it was a really unique thing at the end of <laughs> at the end of the fight. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was getting spammed <laughs> on Sunday. So I fight on a Saturday as usual. And on Sunday we start getting calls and emails and I thought I was getting spammed. I, I literally thought like, this is, you know, someone's trying to rip me off. They're going to ask me for money and then, uh, we're, we're going to get ripped off. And then everybody start my family and friends and people start calling me. They're like, did you see the tweet? Did you see the tweet? I like, I did not see this tweet. I'm not really on Twitter. They're like, you're an idiot. Go look. So I look and then I see Elon actually responded and it, it was actually a very nice response. And, uh, and I was like, okay, maybe there's something real about this. I called, I called back some of these people that called me and they turned out to be all the Tesla dealerships in Orange County. Every single one of wow. them was calling like, come in, like, Hey, we'll take care of this. And, uh, yeah, I, I went into, to, to the one nearest us and, that was it. Yeah, you want to make that's very nice. So you want to make sure you're not being spammed or trolled because you show up and go, I'm here. And they go, what, what, what do you want? You know that? Yeah, it's embarrassing if it's not legit. Exactly. A guy named Paul uh, uh, by the Tesla dealership near us. He just he was awesome. He took care of us. And he's like, dude, whatever you did, you did it right. And uh, where do you know where this is? We, do we have a, to be determined on our prep sheet as far as the location. Do you know where this is? Where your fight with uh, Mike was taking place? Not yet. I'm here in Vegas, but I, I don't know if it's for sure. I know how popular he is in Abu Dhabi, so it's possible it might be there, but we'll see. And Vittori thinks that you're the one guy in the division who can really give him um, problems. Obviously, you don't want to give away a game plan, but why do you think Marvin is thinking that? So, I, you know, Marvin thinks I'm the only guy. I think there's other guys too, but I think what it is is uh, I, I could – grapple my jujitsu is decent my grappling and my wrestling is decent and i and you know i can strike and uh if all goes uh terrible i i just go into uh you know a little bit of a stupid mode and i just start swinging as hard as i can and i think <laughs> sometimes you need that and i think that's mm -hmm. what i have i have the you know, I have the surprise card. I have, I have the technical card. I have, uh, I have the dig deep card. I, I could do it all. I, I think that you also like one of your big, biggest to me, um, attributes is your ability to stay so calm and composed in the storm. And when I watch you fight, you're always just so chill, you know, you're, you're very focused on your game plan and what you're doing. And that I've been fighting for 16 years. That takes so much time. I mean, to, to master that. And, and to me, like, that's been a big attribute of yours as I've watched you these last couple of years compete. Like you're just so calm in there. Yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate it. I've, I've learned to make my face look calm. You know, everything else is going <laughs> heart rate and everything, but like, 
I don't know how to explain it. When the when the when the bell uh, rings or uh, we touch gloves, it's a different zone. I can hear his corner. I can hear my corner. I can even hear the crowd. I can hear what they're saying, um, and I could all uh, take it all in and and make decisions based on that. Typically, I can't listen to my mother and 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 my wife at the same time, and and you know I struggle. But for some reason, inside that octagon, I have that ability to where I can just make the right decisions at the right time. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah, that's, uh, that's something like you said, it takes a long time to get. Do, do you put any stock in what you see on another fighter's face when they're coming in? Uh, you know, some guys like intense eye contact. Uh, I, it, Mike Tyson said something about like, if they drop their eyes, he knows he has them. But then you think of Jose Aldo who never looks at anybody in the eye right before a fight. So do you put any stock in that at all or no? No, because, uh, you know, I thought uh, Bochinia looked like a dork a little bit uh, in Marvin's fight. Like, came out, like, trying to act like a bad guy and, like, like doing this or whatever. And then he put on a hell of a fight. And uh, I know how good Marvin is. So, uh, I, I, I don't think it's uh, – yeah, you can never tell. And then I've seen guys who just don't care, like they just shrug you off and, and, and they, they do fine as well. So it just depends. And at this point, a lot of our sport has become entertainment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guys will play, play that game. I got a guy in my team, uh, Spike, he, he's a little bit of a crazy person. He comes out in a cop every fight. Last fight, he was uh, the guy he was fighting. His name was uh, his nickname was Superman. So he comes out as Hercules. He's dressed out as Hercules, and he comes out to that uh, Bonnie Taylor song. Uh, what, what is it called? I need a hero. Holding out for a hero. Yeah. Yeah, holding out for a hero, and everybody's like, "What the heck?" So that's the thing, man. It's all it's all uh, it's all a show nowadays. And but after the show's done, the fight starts. So you got to be able to do it. Yeah. All. I have one question for you that I was so impressed with when I was looking at your, your media, your wife holds pads for you and she's a badass at holding pads for you. How, first off, how did that come about? And like, is that like a routine that you do is, is she holds pads and stuff for you? When I started training in, in at Kings, uh, in, uh, Huntington, she had all started too. And, uh, they asked me to be the, uh, a jujitsu coach. So when I, when I was a jujitsu coach, we just kind of, uh, we started talking and then like, I want to say like four years later, we started dating. I was a little bit stubborn. I was like, no, no, no focus on fighting just my career and stuff. But she was training more than the pros. Uh, my coach, Rafael Cordero always said it like Victoria was more professional than the professionals. And, and wow. uh, like it in front of them just to kind of like, you know, push their buttons. Um, so she's she's incredible at it and uh sometimes i would show up to the uh, to the gym and and it would be like four people and i'd end up with her as my partner so we just kind of got used to uh working in a rhythm off al cordero his shoulders you know elbows he had surgeries and i needed someone to hold mitts for me and she's like i'll do it i was like ah, i don't know about this and then we we it worked she's we did good it. Yeah. i mean she actually held mitts for me for the james vick fight pretty much more wow. than anybody else and then uh, that fight you saw against Drakkar, uh, mm -hmm. just that day, my uh, my training partners had not arrived in Vegas. I went early, so that's why she was holding mitts for me. She she really is great at it. It's just she says now she's retired, so game over. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, Benil, thank you so much. Congratulations on uh, on your daughter, and uh, enjoy the holidays. And uh, February 26th, I'm sure we might talk to you before again um, against Islam Makhachev. Incredible fight, and uh, good luck, man. It's always good talking to you. Thanks, brother. Thank you, Pearl. Let's do it.
This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Crypto.com, the official crypto partner of UFC. You've definitely seen their logo on our UFC gear. And crypto is something I'm getting into, so this is really a helpful, helpful site. With over 10 million users around the world, Crypto.com is the fastest growing crypto app, letting you easily buy and sell more than 150 cryptocurrencies. You can even buy Bitcoin with as little as $1. Crypto.com also offers the most popular crypto card in the world. The Crypto.com Visa card offers up to 8% back on most purchases and it comes with amazing perks. 100% rebate for your Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon Prime subscriptions. If you already own some crypto, did you know that Crypto.com offers some of the most competitive reward rates of the industry? You can get up to 8.5% on your Bitcoin or Ethereum, 12% on your USDC, and more. Find out how much you can earn by visiting Crypto.com. Get $25 when you apply for a Crypto.com Metal Visa card on the Crypto.com app using code UFC 25. Again, it's $25 when you apply for the card using code UFC 25. It's first come, first serve, so act fast. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, Josh. What's up, Jim? How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Um, how are you doing? I think the last time we talked to you, uh, you weren't sure of your status. Uh, I, I think that was the last time we spoke to you. Um, you had just fought, and you were hoping for the best, and uh, it turned out to be some a tough road. Yeah. No, everything's going pretty well now, um, even though it's been a, a year and a half. Um Man, long, long, much longer than I expected or wanted, but you know, it, it is what it is. And, and I took the turn for the better. So, you know, I, I'm back, so I can't complain. What was the hardest uh, injury? Cause you, you had a lot of things go wrong at once. What was the hardest one of the most frustrating one uh, to heal? Man, it, th this has to be at the top of the list. You know, I, I've, I feel like I've had surgeries on every you know joint and limb of my body from my toes to my literally my face um and and this knee is something else you know it's uh it's such a big joint and uh the acl it has to be at the top of the list especially i i went through so many different issues from where they took the graft from since i did the patellar tendon um so the acl is strong but um i had to go back in and do multiple things and it got to a point where i was you know, you, you go through these, these, just like these battles with your, your mind and everything like that. And I was like, man, am I ever going to be able to get to this, uh, be able to perform at the high level that I need to get to? Cause I, I can do things and people from like the outside, 
they, you know, they'll look and be like, Oh, you got a new knee. Like you look great, but I know how, how I feel. And it's like, I'm not, I wasn't to a hundred percent, you know, after just like staying consistent, um, and just kind of trusting the process, knowing that it's eventually going to get better. I, uh, you know, it, something just kind of clicked when I was wrestling and grappling, um, months ago. And it's like, Oh, the pain wasn't there or I'm, continuing to get better and i just have to remember like zoom out and look how far i've come and and uh you know see see look at all the progress i've made you know because i was literally making progress on a daily basis wow you said you might have injured that in the first 15 seconds what exactly happened yeah it was uh against the shane burgo so it was the first 19 seconds of the first round i i kind of blitzed in and uh he kind of like stiff armed me. So I, I just hyperextended my knee. And, and with, with that, all the, you know, the issues I had, I, I suffered right then. I, I completely tore my ACL. Uh, I tore my MCL. I, uh, my Baker cyst, everyone has those on the back of their knees. I ruptured that. And then when the ACL snapped, the femur and tibia hit so hard that I fractured the, the femur and tibia wow. as well. Oh so, my gosh, that's brutal. It was painful. And that, that's one of the things it's like, I'm, I'm in there fighting. I, I knew something was seriously wrong just because the pain I felt. And then the, the stability just kept, you know, giving out and buckling. And anytime I would lean on that, that left leg, like if I wanted to go to the body or throw a hook, it would just completely buckle. Um, anytime I throw overhand, right. You know, you transfer all the weight to your front yeah. leg, it would buckle. So, uh, I, I don't know. I just made a, I looked at the clock and I was like, you got 14 and a half minutes left. I said, just, just do what I can. And I'll, I'll be happy at the end of the day. Cause man, I, I, I couldn't give up. Like then I have to live with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, given the, you know, the extent of the injuries and stuff like that, um, it would have been okay for everyone else. It'd be like, okay, you, you tore your ACL, did all these things, but man, I, I can't live with that. But there's a reason why football players in the NFL don't, finish the quarter after they tear their ACL, you know, but I feel like my mentality and, um, is just on another level. What was going through your, like, I can't even imagine going through what that, that traumatic experience and then still having your poker face on still dealing with the opponent in front of you. Like, how did you do that? Yeah. And, and that's where I, I just say like my, man, I, I work with a mind coach. I feel like, like I, I'm getting prepared before I fight. Like I, I'm literally, I know it's going to hurt. Like mm -hmm. it's just unknowing, you know, it's, uh, yeah. it's like, we don't know what's going to happen. We hope for the best, but like, I, I welcome that. Like I, I welcome the pain. I'm willing to endure anything. And, and I, I, I've, I've said that before and I truly mean it. I've had, you know, I've had my first fight in the UFC. I had a compound fracture. I had to hide that from the ref because I knew they would stop the fight and I was dominating that fight. I was, I wasn't going to let a finger, uh, you know, ruin me getting a win. I'm not going to let a knee get a win. And, and I'm thinking about a lot of things too. I haven't fought for a year and a half, so I haven't got paid since then. So yeah. it's like finances. If I got one check, I'd probably be in a pretty bad position, but I got three that night. So that, wow. that kind of motivates me as well. So that's what you're thinking in the moment is like, I, I got to get paid. I'm getting this fucking check right now. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm fascinated. Like, like kind of, you just kind of touched on it, pro the ability to do it. Like cause Santos had that first round against John Jones, uh, which I think it was kind of similar injuries to yours, uh, which really hurt his ability to throw those calf kicks uh, and the ability to go another 15 or another 25 minutes dealing with that is your fear in that moment that he's going to know how hurt you are and target, uh, the leg. 
Yeah, I think I think Burgos knew, you know, he kept going to those. I think it was part of his game plan, just go to the calf kicks and because I move a lot. You know, I think that's a lot of what my opponents are going to try to do anyways, um, just to stop my movement and like the angles I use. But uh, he, he, he knew I was hurt, but he, he he's just he's a fighter. He kept coming forward and and it made it easier for me because then I would just sit back and throw punches. But if he used his reach and just kind of stayed on the outside and just jabbed me all night, you know, it's like, it would have been hard for me to, I don't know, just push kinda, forward on that unsta- unstable leg. Holy shit. Get inside, yeah. Get inside and do that. Yeah. So it was, uh, but, but it's so hard. Like he didn't know I, w- I was trying to have a good poker face, but it's like, he knew I was hurt because it, it kept every time he'd kick me too. the thing would just buckle. It was like, I was, fighting on ice it was uh, it was was just a weird just nasty feeling when you i'll ask you both this too when when you fight and you have an injury is is there a moment like where you're like okay i don't know if they know how how hurt i am is there are there things that they're doing where you're like wow they're not targeting it they actually don't know and then there's the flip side of it when they go right for it you're like oh fuck they have they know exactly where i'm at yeah absolutely i think that there's times in fights where i've i've hurt girls and like I was not aware of how hurt they were and it it took some time or it took a corner to tell me to, to let me know. And for me, when I've been hurt, yes, I just, you play your poker face. You try not to focus on it. You've got to stay, stay on the task at hand. I, I like to look at a fight as it's like a car accident over and over and over again. And so I have to, you know, you just have to be ready for whatever car accident is next and in front of you. And if I focus too much on my injury, then now that moment's passed and I just missed out on an opportunity. So you just have to kind of move on to the next thing, move on to the next. And, um, you know, like the one lady, she tore my, my MCL, um, with the kick and she kept targeting that leg. And I just remember once I was just like, Oh shit, if I get kicked a couple more times, I'm not gonna be able to stand on this leg. So that's why I'm like, so amazed that he had his ACL torn. It's completely unstable. He can't put any weight on it. And he's still dealing with, I remember that fight and he's still dealing with you know, the, the strikes that are coming, having the ability to move and still keep his, his knee stable. That's insane. Yeah. For, for me, it's, uh, I think it's just with experience too, you know? So it's like, I I've been in fights and, you know, going back and looking at the fights and watching the film afterwards, it's, uh, I know I have someone hurt. I'm like, shit, I should have like targeted that area more or pounce on him. But I, but I think it just comes to experience, but now I kind of know from all the rounds of sparring, all the fights, like I, I can feel too, if I, if, if I throw like a perfect punch and I connect someone's body or, you know, face, like I know it hurts them just from like, I'll hit people and I hurt, hurt them with 16 ounce gloves. So then I just have to, you know, be consistent and keep going back to, or setting up other, other punches. Um, yeah. So, so I think it's just, yeah, I, I think it's just experience for, for me. Um, and just, I've been doing this for so long now and, um, I, I've, I've learned a lot, like when I've hurt people and then I was thinking like, okay, I, I can't, I need to conserve energy. I got four more rounds. And then it, it, it was, then the other opponent, they hurt me and, and, you know, pounce on me and, and put me away. So it's like, I, I learn a lot from these things. And, uh, then I, I try not to let them happen again. Well, you're the, uh, the, the featured, uh, prelim on, uh, 269 against Dan Ige. I mean, that's a great fight. And, uh, you know, that that's the fight. I think they have a tremendous amount of faith in whatever the featured prelim is. Um, that that's a fight that they have very, very high hopes for. Um, and, and a lot of faith is going to be a great fight. And, uh, we're happy you're well, man. I'm happy to see you back. I'm, I'm bummed that it took you so long, but I'm glad that you're good now and ready to go. 
Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I was, uh, such a big card. I was, I was hoping to be on the pay-per-view to this day. I've still never fought on a pay-per-view card or like a pay-per-view event, I guess you can say. Um, but yeah, if you're saying that featured bout is, uh, where it's at, then I'm, I'm happy for that just because a lot of family and friends that, you know, won't purchase pay-per-view, they can still see me fight. Well, yeah, they, they, you're, you're, you're being used kind of as one of the things to get people to buy it. Like the, it really is a fight that they have a tremendous amount of faith in because they're like, we want to keep people watching and a fight like this is going to get people to actually uh, buy it. But that, that's a real thing. Those fights are always good fights. Um, always good fights. Yeah. And for sure. I, I think the fans, they're, they're more interested in this fight than EJ and I, I was, I was going to fight Arnold Allen, but, uh, for whatever reason, he, he couldn't get cleared in time. So, uh, I, I think people are more excited about this just because there's so many similarities and, and Dan and I, and you know, <laughs> it's, it's going to definitely be a banger. I'll tell you. Dominic that. Cruz is the third fight. Uh, Cruz Munoz, uh, Tuivasa Sakai. Like this is an incredible, uh, the prelims are great. So, uh, yeah, this, this whole card is stacked and I can't wait to see this fight, man, between, between you and Ige. This is going to be a great, great fight. What is uh so it's kind of like wind down now, right? We're, we're now it's it's getting preparing for the fight. What what is your what what happens in your camp right now as far as as, as you get closer to the fight? Is it is it calm, chill? Yeah, for for me it it, it always is. Uh but I, I still have kind of one more hard week. You know, this last week I, I did my last hard boxing sparring rounds on Saturday with my buddy that's a pro boxer, and then uh I'll also I'll do MMA sparring this Wednesday. And then from there, I just kind of, you know, it's, it's, I'm just focusing on recovering, getting my weight down, um, staying sharp, uh, and, and just preventing any type of, uh, unnecessary injuries going into the fight. So I, I usually really taper down 10 days out. So Wednesday will be the last, last hard, hard day. Hard day. Yeah. All right. Smart. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, like fight week, I sleep so much. I'm like rooms dark. I don't like a lot of, and like, I don't like a lot of energy output. I just kind of, especially those last couple of days right before the fight, I almost like shut down completely and, um, just give myself self that time, you know, to, to just, to really hone and, and own all of my skills and stuff and then prepare for, for the battle. Oh, that's awesome. That That's one of the things though, man, I, I just, I've never been, a, I can't sleep that well. Like just in general, really? I, oh. you know, I, I can't sleep. So it's like, uh, especially around fight time, it's like not even. I'm not anxious or anything. I just, I have too many things like going through my mind. So it's like at night when I try to lay down, especially if it's early, it's like, I just can't shut it off. You know, I'm just, I'm constantly thinking about the fight and like visualizing the fight. And it, it's just, it's wild. But it's like, once I, once I actually do fight and I get that, that win, then it's like the biggest sense of relief, just lifted off my shoulders. And then that's the only time that I'm like, you know, no, no worry in the world. And then, you know, the next morning I'm like, shit, who am I going to fight next? I want to get back in there. And then it all starts over again. Yeah. Well, at least you have a real reason. You're thinking about a fight. I can't sleep because I'm thinking of how fat I got in the pandemic. At least you at least you have a legit hey, reason. I would be right there with you if I wasn't fighting. I promise you that. All right, Josh. Well, thank you, man. We, we Again, I'm so happy that you are back and you're healthy. And I can't wait for this fight uh, at 269. And, uh, and good luck, man. We'll talk to you on this side of it, okay? Well, thanks again for having me on. Take care, Jim. Take care, Pearl. Bye. Thank you. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? 
also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Pearl, thank you. It was really, really, uh, I'm really happy you were able to, to join us today. And what do you want to promote? Um, do you want to promote uh, your podcast? Do you want to promote OnlyFans? Whatever you want to promote, we'll promote. Oh, well, I don't have OnlyFans. I have fan time, but it's Pearl's Paradise. It's okay. the shit. Um, and yeah, no, our extra rounds is amazing. It's, it's, it's so much fun. Check us out. We, we do a pre and post fight show, every single fight card. Uh, the, we'll be at live events for all of the UFC pay-per-views. So stay tuned if you're in the town, in the city, wherever the UFC is for that. We'll be very close. And if you can't make it to the actual fight, come check us out and, and watch the fights with us. And that's fan time. Fan time, yes. Pearlsparadise.com. It's the shit. Is it like, let me ask you, because I was told OnlyFans, that's the only reason I said that. What, uh-huh. what, is it like OnlyFans or is it totally different? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. No, okay. it's very similar to OnlyFans. It's just a different platform. Okay. I don't want to feel like a total asshole because they told me only <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about? No, it's not that. Okay, good. All right. Yeah, guys, go check it out. And uh, I, I'm sure you like doing that. It's, it's probably great because you can like, you can have a thing separate from fighting uh, that you can do from home, which has got to be nice. You know, honestly, I'm a very, I'm, I'm a very feminine woman. I'm a fighter. Yes. I'm a, I've been an athlete right. my whole life. I'm very focused on my, my, athletic abilities and skills but i also am very feminine and i love being beautiful and i love being a woman i love being sexy and so this gives me that opportunity to a different completely different platform aside from my fight game to just be myself and do what the fuck i want to do and and you know everybody else gets to enjoy it and honestly one neither one of them negates the other they both they're both separate things they work together fine i'm just glad i didn't just say something stupid that you don't you don't know how hot my head got when you're like i'm not on i'm like oh (laughs) I pictured my producer me and me just on some stress. <laughs> but uh, you're, you're great. It's so fun to talk to you. And uh, please come back again when Matt and I are together. Come on as a guest or co-host again when one of us is away. Uh, you're really fun to have on the show. Well, thank you. You guys got to come check us out over on Extra Rounds too at some point. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to do that. And uh, we won't. I won't be out there for 269, but uh, hopefully sometime soon. And uh, good luck with that live uh, that live event you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jim. And thank you for having me on. Anytime. Thanks, Pearl. And uh, thanks also to Josh and Benil. And uh, we'll see you Wednesday. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. 
Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.